Hello and welcome to Ideas Above Our Station with me, Matt. And me, Paddy. Last time we were deciding whether or not on, on a different way of introducing it and I went with a classic, hello, so there you go. Fair I'm, enough. I'm old fashioned, what yeah, can I say? what can you say? Stick then, to what you know best. Yeah, so we still got our themes um, from the last episode. There you go, you can still hear them. Um, so we're gonna, Paddy's going to put one in each hand and I'm going to choose one and that will be our theme for today. Oh, Unless you drop one like an idiot. God's sake, can't get the staff these days. <coughs> okay, have you got one in each hand? I've got one in each hand. Okay, I will take the one from your left hand. Thank you. And that theme is your theme. Is it? It is. Oh, no, it's not. I'm lying. It's mine. <laughs> and it is cartoons. Oh, my theme was good. That's a shame. Never mind. Well, Sorry. Oh, oh, right. You're not, <laughs> no, you're not, not a fan of this one. I'm fine with the... Jeez, if you're not going to contribute 100%, then, you know... Right, talk about cartoons for half an hour. <laughs> whatever, go on, away you go. Oh, no, that's cool. That's good. Well, we've, know... got, we've got our next theme. Exactly. Think, okay, right. That's fine. <laughs> so tune into next week, next episodes, because clearly that'll be what Paddy more on his game as opposed to this one. Well, it's because that's the one that I've, I had a thought about. That's why I put it down, obviously. Right. That's what I mean. But cartoons is a good one. Even though I've already done television, whatever, not bothered. That's fine. <sighs> we didn't really... T- but the reason why I did cartoons is because we didn't really talk about cartoons. No, that's fair. We enough. talked about The West Wing and The Wire and blah, blah, blah. We talked about those, whereas cartoons are a lot more special and a lot more, enough. you know, because they're a lot more personal, I think, as well. Especially because the reason why I put it in is because I've been re-watching some old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Um, from, like, you know, the old fashion, the old cartoon from, like, the yeah, early 90s, yeah. late 80s. And, you know, that was my childhood, you know. Right. I, that was that is the program I watched. Okay. And I learned a couple of things that uh, that blew my mind recently from that original cartoon series. Well, put it this way. Do you know the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes. You know Uncle Phil? Yes. He was the voice of Shredder. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is good. It's a good little that fact, is isn't it? He was Shredder. Wicked. Yeah. So if you ever catch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air again, just imagine that he's that it's him talking to Krang and I hate you turtles, you know. So there you go. That's my interesting fact about it. And that's the end of this podcast. Bye-bye. No. Um, yeah, so I, I, and I've been watching these old cartoons, and I, I remember thinking as a kid that these were, you know, it was the coolest thing ever. And I'm watching it now, and the quality of everything in it is fucking appalling, to the point where a lot often different turtles will say stuff by accident. You know, so the voice of Leonardo will come out of Donatello's mouth. Oh, really? Yeah, lo- it happens oh, like a- at least once every episode. That's a shame. Yeah, it really is. And just generally, you know, they don't do much ninjuring. And also, the their philosophy is flawed. In the very first episode, you find out why they become Ninja Turtles. It's because a kid dropped some turtles down a drain where a Rokusaki, who is who becomes Splinter, um, was living in this sewer, and he 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 kind of takes them in as like his sons, like just as little friends. He comes back one day, and they have they have uh, been dropped in some radioactive waste. Of course, so, the classic radioactive waste. So he so he he picks them up, and this radioactive waste transforms whoever whoever has had the radioactive waste into like a half version of the last animal that touched them so the turtles having been picked up by human hands become half human hence yeah. they become teenage mutant ninja turtles but then he the man becomes a rat oh. now surely he would become half a turtle so he would just be another turtle he would just be a grown up tur- yeah, middle aged gro- mutant ninja turtle yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> which is a film frankly I'd better say now middle aged mutant ninja turtle yeah. wearing beige just with nunchucks and they go oh my back yeah. oh yeah 
That would be good. Wearing beige. Wearing beige. That's the first thing I thought of with beige. Sorry, yeah. Dad. So that, so that as a philosophy is, is flawed. Yeah, there, it there, is. There are too many mistakes. There you I go. wasn't a fan. Wasn't a fan. Well, it was still good to watch, yeah. like for novelty. And there's so many moments where, like, they all look at they all look at the camera, and it's all just like, "Well, we could always have some pizza." Oh, Raphael. Or, oh, <laughs> Michelangelo. You know. So there's that uh, element, which is where, not... where, why uh, <laughs> Italian painters? Um, it's it's is not. It well, they're not all Italian. Sorry, no, sorry. Well, it's, okay, it, why? It's, it's his, it's Splinter, uh, or Rukusaki, I think his name is, uh, decides to name them after his favourite um, oh, Renaissance uh, artist. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Fine, okay. That's I always wondered, that, actually. That's purely good. the reason. That's right. But that's why whenever people do talk about, like, you know, well, if they ever do talk about Michelangelo or, you know, I don't even, I've never even heard of Raphael apart from being a turtle. Um, you know, well, when they talk about Leonardo, I'm just like, no, he's a turtle. Yeah. That, that, you know, that, that is my first, because that, that was, that's my first point of reference. Pre Da Vinci. Pre Da Vinci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Well, anything that means that you don't think of the Da Vinci Code. Oh, it's well, probably a good thing anyway. Yeah, I feel like there's an entire podcast in you just ranting about the Da Vinci Code. Good God, there is. <laughs> How did you know what my next theme was? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't. Um, cool. Well, because so, I was never the, the 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 two that it was for me, or not two, but the channel. Because uh, I remember my tenth birthday present was we got cable. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I was then opened up to Cartoon Network. Ah, I never had that. I always had terrestrial. Um. So I had Nickelodeon, Fino, Keenan and Kel, and all that quality goodness. Somebody's in trouble. Oh, here it goes. Yeah. <laughs> With the, uh, yeah, the um, Coolio singing the thing. She was just <laughs> odd on so many levels. And, of course, Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. Never knew how there, there were all these, all these comedies that are all essentially the same. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's two people. One's yeah, yeah. stupid, one's not. Yeah. But he's still a bit stupid. There were loads, though. There were loads. There, I remember, right, here, here's something funny for you. In that same realm, you know, everyone remembers Sister, Sister and... and um, that the last one, Keenan Kel. Kel. Thank you. Uh, there was also a couple. There was one called Moesha. Yeah, remember Moesha. There was hanging with Mister Cooper. Didn't, didn't which is weird yeah, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah. Essentially, it was just people just hanging around at this guy's house. Nice kids. Bit bit dodgy. Bit weird. Yeah, uh, but there were loads of them, and it was they were all essentially the same. They all had like hip hop theme tunes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so but so I had Nickelodeon, but also Cat Network, which meant at that time. I'll move on to the British things that I watched in a second. Okay. But that meant at that time that it was Karen Chicken and Johnny Bravo. Okay. And all those slightly slightly odd American cartoons. There was a bit of a thing in the sort of mid-90s of really very odd concept American cartoons. Ren and Stimpy. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that was a grown-up thing, wasn't it? Was it grown-up? Yeah, grown-up. Yeah, it was like... That was like late night. Oh, okay. That wasn't even. That was not Cartoon Network. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never. No. But I, because I've since gone back and watched Karen Chicken and Two Stupid Dogs and uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Cat and dog. Cat dog. Yeah. Well, that was that was a Nicktoon. Okay. Oh, sorry. That, was <laughs> that and uh, <coughs> Real Monsters and Rugrats. They were Nickelodeon. Okay. Rugrats was good. And Real Monsters was stunning as well, actually. Actually, I, I did get a bit bored with Rugrats because Rugrats, essentially, all it was was Babe. each episode was um, was you'd hear the adults talking and one and the dad would, imagine. would be like, um, 
God, you're running around like like there's a like a bull in a china shop, and then then Chucky would be like, Tommy, there's a bull, and that would be the start. Of the episode. Yeah, that is fair enough. Um, Basically, all the problem with those babies, all the babies were slightly deaf. Yeah, yeah, or slightly, slightly deaf, complete, paranoid. Or they, or they were all autistic and couldn't get any form of analogy right, <laughs> and they took everything literally. Fair enough. Autistic yeah. babies. Autistic deaf babies. <laughs> autistic deaf babies. Sorry, I was in the theme tune. Okay. Yeah. Because that wasn't the Rugrats theme tune. It was. You just off key slightly. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but so the Cartoon Network, which I've since gone back and watched yeah. Karen Chicken, uh, Johnny Bravo, and all those, and they're too weird. They're honestly too weird for growing up now. Really? They're too surreal. Okay. They sort of almost, I don't know if it's that thing, because obviously you watch things so naively as a child, so therefore nothing is an issue nothing is a problem, or something like that. Or even, the, the one that always sticks out in my mind, and I did this very recently, in fact, within the last couple of years, I watched an episode of Barney the Dinosaur. Oh, yeah. And it's unwatchable. Really? As an adult, it's unwatchable, because it's too much. It's too sweet and too saccharine. Okay. And too, it's too nice. It's too nice. Oh, it's right. just, it's, I'm actually clenching my fists as I talk. <laughs> it's, it's too much to watch. I never liked Barney when and I was a kid. Too, well, anyway. no, that's, you had taste then, that's fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, but the, so the Cartoon Network ones are too weird. Whereas, stuff like Cat Dog, which is weird, and Real Monsters, which is weird, has really held up, and they're still great cartoons that I can okay. actually quite happily watch. Oh, right. Whereas the Cartoon Network ones, too weird. Oh, British, the, British, the things that I watch and currently have DVD box sets of. Go on. The three things. The Wind in the Willows. Okay. The, the stop motion ones yeah. that I loved. Although the last series is best, but that's... <laughs> that's my TV knowledge is upsetting me now. <laughs> too much. Too much of each series of the West. I, fi- I find the fifth season was far, far had a different less, theme far, tune. far inferior compared to the final No, no, it's better. Had a different, had a different sound, had a different theme tune and was funnier. Really? series of Winnie the Willows compared to the first four. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, uh, Count Docula. Oh, okay. And Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Both of which box sets I have that I adore beyond I words. missed the boat with Danger Mouse. I well, don't see, remember it being No, on. it wasn't. It was It was, It was. was 80s. Right. We're, we're actually too, uh, too young for it. Mm. But I think it must have been repeated on Boomerang, Cartoon Network's uh, <laughs> channel that showed other cartoons. Okay. The reason I remember getting... God almighty, they picked a good topic, Matt. Well, <laughs> shit your hand. <laughs> well done, you. sir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I told you to talk about cartoons for half an hour. Turns out, just me. Yeah. Uh, I remember the reason I got into Danger Mouse, back into Danger Mouse, is when I was again about 10, 11, 12, maybe a little bit older than that, maybe mid teens. Uh, me and mum and dad went on a holiday to Menorca. The, not Matt. No. Um, and uh, every night at nine o'clock. <laughs> I would go back to the room to watch an hour of Danger Mouse that was on Boomerang, which was the only English channel we could get in the apartment. <laughs> the only, including, oh, apart from maybe Sky News, who's going to watch Sky News? Um, the only channel I could get was uh, Boomerang. Right. I used to go back and watch Danger Mouse. <laughs> on I holiday. I got me back into it when I was like mid teens. <laughs> I'd leave the bar or the meal. <laughs> we were out to go and watch Danger Mouse. I love that. Turn Literally halfway through, halfway through some chicken, and yeah. then your little alarm when your watch goes off, like, oh, see you later. Stick this paella back in the oven. <laughs> I've got Danger Mouse to watch. True British person abroad. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because it would have been eating egg and chips in a, in a bar called Delaney's. That's true. I was a true British person abroad. <laughs> but yeah, so that's as a kid. But then obviously, they've really changed. As we, I think we've, I think we're of the age that has so grown up with cartoons for adults, aren't we? 
Yes. Because we grew up with The Simpsons, which is the kind which of... Which I watched as a child and, and I still as, watch exactly. now. It's the font of all... Regardless of your opinion of whether you like it now or don't like it or you used to like it and you think it's gone rubbish or you didn't like it, whatever your opinion, The Simpsons is the font of all cartoons that exist now. Yes. Like, there would be nothing because mm. The Simpsons just came out of nowhere and 25 years later, almost here we are. Would you like to know a really sad fact about The Simpsons? Go on then. Um, in the script... It's as old as I am, sorry. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Wow. Came out the month after I was born. Gosh. Meant to be. Sorry. Um, in, you know... You know oh, uh, this is the most overused. I know what this is going to be. Go on. Go on. Okay. Um, Homer's catchphrase of dough. Yeah. Oh, you know this then. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway, yeah. so just look impressed. Okay. Um, they, in, they never use dough in the script because it just come, they, they say they still say annoyed grunt. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Sorry. I honestly, until I was about 17, uh, my Simpsons knowledge was up, all over. Uh, up until about series 12 of The Simpsons, mm. my knowledge is just perfect. <laughs> I had every, like, I read, they did books about the episodes and everyone's autobiography I've got and stuff like that. Really? I was a proper full on Simpsons teenager. Okay, um, cool. But yeah, but the thing about The Simpsons for me, the most impressive thing is the thing that I said is what it spawned. What it's given life to, because mm-hmm. those cartoons are absolutely massive. Now. Yes, they're just. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like things like Family Guy, which are huge, and mm. American Dad to a lesser extent, and to an even lesser extent, the Cleveland Show. Mm. Wait a minute, is that the same three cartoons done with different lead characters? <laughs> oh yes, it is. Never <laughs> Cleveland mind, Show Seth. is awful. It is awful. Never mind Seth MacFarlane. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But then, obviously, the one, the sort of, the one that had the, I think the cartoon that's had the weirdest sort of grown-up response is South Park, because. We were probably just under the right age to get the South Park at the start. Mm. It was on late enough on a Friday night for it to be naughty for us to watch it. Yes. Was this, you have the same sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were sort of maybe mid-teens, mm-hmm. early mid-teens. Maybe you had, or this is to the listeners all, maybe you had a TV in your bedroom or if you didn't you had to sneak down to the living room or something like that. Or you, yeah. I remember we used to watch it with the volume on three on my TV, really, right. like sitting really close into a little tiny God. TV in my bedroom, is what I did, because you weren't allowed to watch South Park, because it was rude. Yeah. And yeah, and so obviously, for us at that age, it was massive, but that's just because it was swearing kids, mm. for like the sort of first three or four series. And then it had a weird lull, when we all sort of got too old for it. Yes. And then it got clever. Yes, and now and now it's quite, it's, still, it's never, it's never going to be as big as it used to be, but... It's still quite, you know, it gets very well received. Yeah, at, you know, most seasons. Yeah, it's very, yeah, good viewer numbers and very well reviewed, like mm. regularly. Yeah, and it is, it is, <clears throat> it's more political than any other cartoon is, and it, you it know, is. the sort of not not breaking of conventions, but sort of just doing what it wants. Yeah, as a thing, and obviously the South Park movie is stunning. The South Park it's, movie is, is by far the best. I I would even argue that it's my favourite musical. Yeah, I can certainly see why. Yeah, because it's, it is, and, and and it does. It's the best ever sort of film version of a TV show by far. I would say because it doesn't do what maybe the Simpsons movie did, which is essentially just do an extra long episode. It was. It's nothing like. The TV show, in the sense that it's it, it's much more grand. Yeah, you know it I mean? knows it's a movie. It, it, yeah, exactly. It, it actually lifts itself to sort of cinematic quality. Um, I think anyway. Yeah, 
No, I was just trying to think of what sort of adaptations, film versions I've seen, but I think you're probably right. There's a really interesting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I mean, not, not there's obviously the, 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 the live action ones. Yeah. Oh, is this one that came out a few years ago? No. no. There, there is that one as well, which I actually really like. Right. I went to see it in the cinema and I quite enjoyed it. It's sort of all post-Shredder, what happened afterwards. Right. Um, they all disband and then it's about the gang getting back together. <laughs> one last... Yeah, nice one last hurrah. Um, but... There's been loads of different cartoons <laughs> versions of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. right? There was one, there was the main one, the really popular one from when it was first started. Then there was one in the early 90s, which was really weird. And then there was a really popular one up until uh, a couple of years ago, which ran for about five seasons. Really, really good. Like, really, like, pitched well. The Turtles are violent, and, you know, they're they're sort of, you know, they're, they're, it's almost in a slightly manga-style design. Right. And the climax of the, fine, of, of the whole... Um, series was a hour and 20 minute long tv film which the idea was that actually there was a there was a hole in some parallel dimension thing right so the turtles from the cartoon series in the 90s came really and and less violent a bit more comic exactly that's how they played it so you know the idea was that they were obsessed with pizza all the time and laughing and then and and the 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 cooler turtles like why are you guys laughing this isn't funny and you know it's and and then really they go even further and and they they crash land in, in another dimension the, the the two groups of turtles and they meet the original comic book turtles huh. from uh, who have been animated and so you have all the different versions of Shredder as well, and the original comic book tales are just like you know the 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 modern ninja ones are like uh, I think that that you know that these black and white dudes are the ones we should be getting on with, uh, but they're like who are you and just completely knock the shit out of them huh. so it's so very interesting from my point of that's view as really, well seeing really it being, it's a really good idea post-modern cartoon oh that's completely awesome. yeah yeah in fact there's a, there's even a few times where the the old school uh turtles the one from the 90s will during a battle Raphael will make a joke at the camera and then the modern Raphael will kind of look at the screen and go and pick him up and go who are you talking to there's no one there you know it's really clever it's re- and really enjoyable it's called TMNT Forever that's good. Worth worth That's a cheek, awesome. Worth a cheeky YouTube. See, I like that. Yeah. That's good. That's the sort of thing that I always liked about... Uh, there's a thing in American cartoons, and it's in Ren and Stimpy. This is sort of related in that sort of... The thing that you wouldn't expect... Because that's something that I would never have expected. No. That's far beyond any cartoon, frankly, I was expecting. Yeah. That's brilliant. I always liked the bits, particularly in American cartoons like Ren and Stimpy, when they'd, uh, they'd go to a close-up of something, and it'd be really a really detailed drawing... Does this make sense? Yes. Does it, does it ring any bells? So there'd be something like, oh my God, what the hell is that over there? And it'd be like a, a slug. Uh, and I'm trying to think what else does it. Ren and Stimpy's the only one I can think of at the moment. But others do it. But they go to a really dramatically drawn, a really over-the-top detailed drawing yeah. of something. Someone else, I've got a feeling Hey Arnold does it once or something like okay. that. I love Hey Arnold as well. Um, hey Arnold was cool. But I just, yeah, but I like, I like what you can do with cartoons as well. Because mm. obviously... You know, the point about cartoons is anything's possible. Yes. So therefore, why wouldn't you choose to do anything? Which is why I'm really impressed with this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because why the hell wouldn't you? Why not? Exactly. You can do what you want. It's why such not a good idea. Yeah. And um, I, when I was younger, all I watched were cartoons. Yeah. When I was watching like CITV or CBBC, if there was something with real people on, I turned off and looked for some more cartoons on, on the other on the other side. You know, it, it, you know that was that was all I was interested in. I don't even like Zap, the live action comic book. It was all right, <laughs> but but no, if there was a cartoon on the other side, I'd watch that. Fair enough. Um, so I was, you know, I was obsessed with cartoons. Um, and, you know, 
And I think what the reason why is because I'd watched too many bad naff dramas, shall yeah. we say? I remember. Do you remember there was a um, uh, Goosebumps? You know those yeah, books yeah. that were supposed to be scary. I never really found <laughs> them scary. But then they tried to make like a TV series of them, which were for kids on at four thirty in the afternoon, and it was an American version of the of each book. Not scary, yeah. And I, I hate, I hated the fact that the presenters were like, "And now another spooky episode of Goosebumps." Ooh, and then <laughs> yeah. it would start, and I'd be like, "Well, hang on, I know what about, about like horror films and stuff. I've not seen many, but I know about them. If this was actually scary, you wouldn't be showing it at four thirty in the <laughs> yeah. afternoon. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that's not <laughs> that's not what's going to happen. So you know, I completely didn't buy into that, and it was just a horrible sort of American. You know, wasn't a fan. Uh, it was very bad drama, but then there were some which were really good. The Demon Headmaster, yes, the first series of that. Very good. Uh, the Queen's Nose, the yeah. first series of that was really good. It went on too long. Aquila, I didn't like Aquila. Oh, I loved Aquila with the spaceship. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, I, did, oh. I couldn't be doing with Aquila. Aquila I liked the theme tune. Tani, tani, do, I don't know the words. I liked the theme tune, but that was about yeah. it. Not a Demon Headmaster, though. Demon Headmaster first was series brilliant. That was actually really brilliant. good and scary and sort of scary yeah i mean that's the thing that i know you're not a massive fan of but this sort of leads on to doctor who yes that always has and does do well is scaring people at seven o'clock on a saturday evening absolutely like no, regardless can't. of your opinion yeah yeah it, can't argue so, with that you watch it or not like it pitch it's pitched very very well completely which is difficult yeah. to do which is what goosebumps managed to fuck up spectacularly <laughs> <laughs> and well, i never liked those books anyway as a kid no i didn't there was one that i liked called how i learned to fly and that's just because I wanted to learn how to fly. Okay. That's the reason I liked the book. Right, okay. I'll tell you what there was, though. Actually, I do remember one of the Goosebump book. Um, and essentially, it was a plot of a, of, a, of a boy who every morning woke up as a, as a different thing. So he woke up one morning and he was a T-Rex being attacked in the middle of the city. And he woke up another morning and he was like a, an elf, a tiny, like, two-inch okay. tall something. And I remember, read, I remember reading it as a kid and not really liking it. And then through the sort of teenage years when you start to discover books and read things, and I read Metamorphosis by Frank Kafka. How and old I realized you? It, What, when I read Metamorphosis? Yeah. Teen, uh, some sort of high school age. Jeez. Late, late, late teens. Okay. I mean, not, not massively young. Okay. But, cool. um, but yeah, I read it, and I remember, and the sort of as I, because it's a very short story. And as I finished, Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka, I suddenly remembered, oh, the Goosebumps ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> I can presume R. L. Stein. Well, that's a name. Wow. Yes, that was his name. <laughs> wasn't his name, it? Wasn't it? Um, yeah, him ripping off Franz Kafka for a Goosebumps <laughs> book that was shorter and more rubbish. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so cartoons for me were the were the beginning and end of my of my of my young life. That's they good. Were all what I was what do you about. like now? With it, is there anything that's that's not so? I mean, because obviously we could take cartoons further and go to movies, three mm. D animation and stuff like that, which I, is the just the biggest. I am still a sucker. I like for for animated for animation. That that is what I'm into. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I was watching. I watched Mary and Max yesterday. Oh yeah, which Australian. is stunning. It's, Beautiful. Like blew me away. That's another one that is better than animation should be because it's it's not proper storytelling. It's not. It's just not proper narrative. It's just letters back and Do you forth. Think? Yeah, I think it really breaks convention of an animated film. Oh, I suppose because it's just let. It's just like letters Although, back and but, forth. But, but but the fact that it's got a narrator telling a story, I think it's all about story. Yeah, I'm not. I'm thing. not saying it's all, it's not all about story. Yeah, but the way it's told, it's mm. so. Um, it's so strangely linear. Because yes, it's just, I see what this you mean. Happened, Nothing fantastical for happens. me, and then this happened for me. It's so boring, technically. Yeah, it's yeah. so boring, but it, it, is. it is brilliant. No, Sorry. fair enough. No, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm, 
I genuinely think Pixar make the most make the best films in this in the history of cinema. Like I, I absolutely love Pixar, and I will argue to the death about why they are the greatest filmmakers of all time, apart from two films which are shit. But the rest of them are stunning. Up is my favorite film ever. I think it's just. I think it's perfect. I, I well, no, actually, I I know it has flaws, but I'm willing to forgive those flaws because the rest of it is so good. Yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, it's like a personal taste. Um, I love anime. Yeah. So, like, what I was saying about Mary and Max is, if that was a story with Tony Collette playing Mary and Philip Seymour Hoffman playing Max in real life, I would be less moved by the by that. Yeah, than I can the animated understand, version. I can why, yeah, the animated version. I don't know why. Um, I think it's because. And Barry Humphreys. Yeah, Barry <laughs> Humphreys. I love that. Um, this this is a bit sad, right? H- here you go. The, on, on our on our slightly sort of entertaining podcast, or as much as we try to be, here's some cartoon film theory. Uh, uh, you actually you might know this. The idea, the reason why cartoons, uh, why we are able to um, engage so much with cartoons is because cartoons are particularly of of human beings. For example, um, they depict human beings, but they are not but that we, we don't correlate them exactly as human beings. So we're able to put in as much stuff into them as we can and not get a lot back. Yeah. Whereas if we had a human face, you know... You'd be holding to the actor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we can read much more and get a, mo- a lot more of a well, personal reaction. that's why like chicken room works. Yeah. <laughs> chickens, but you care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, we so we get, you know, and every person will have an individual experience or an individual response based on that character not because that the character is drawn badly or badly acted with the voice but because it's an animation it means it's not real yeah and that's why so which is why animation i think can work like stunningly it's a bit like in um, the harry in the latest harry potter film when they do the story about the deathly hallows yeah yeah with that animation yeah, no, as well it's, it's fantastic it's a great bit of the film actually yeah it's stunning I did, oh i was gonna tell a story about the fact that that guy's been given a film Yes, you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember. I'm me telling me. But yeah, yeah. no, I can. Uh, no, I can understand. Yeah, that that's that's why you'd. Uh, I mean, the thing for me is that I, <clears throat> I, and I, I agree. Pixar make fucking unbelievable films, and they do it so bloody well. And they I just, just hope Cars Two is good. <laughs> I know, I know. They but they do just. They seem to care about story so much, and that's good. Um, they, look, they made the, the the only perfect trilogy ever, so it's fine. That's very true. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, very true. Uh, and but uh, I mean, the, the the flip side of it for me is is that I think some studios use animated films as a cheap way to make money off kids. I agree. And I think that there's a really cynical edge to films. So a film came out that I'd never even heard of until I was looking at going to the cinema with my nieces, uh, with my nephews, rather. Um, And it was a film called Animals United. Mm. And it was an animation set in Africa, essentially Bad Madagascar. Yes. And I remember, and I watched the trailer for it. That was fairly recently. Yeah, it was. I watched the trailer and just said, I don't want to take anyone to see this. Because it's badly animated, (laughs) badly designed, badly acted. Because I certainly don't think, I mean, that's the thing that Pixar, with the exception of Cars, do well, is they don't cast huge celebrities. They cast people that they think Well, they do cast huge celebrities, but it's not like... Well, not relatively. Kevin Spacey. In? A Bug's Life. Yeah, well, okay, all right. There's a few Tom examples, Hanks, you know. Yeah, yeah no, but, but, but it's not. But, but often it's not about the adverts for sort of the DreamWorks versions. It's like, come see Robert De Niro. Yeah, come see yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. Whereas Pixar are not about. No, that. no, absolutely. That's not the point, is it? Um, and yeah, and I just think that's such a cynical way of making films. That, I mean, it's just, it's worse than a bad film. Yes, because it's easier to make. You know, does that make sense? Yes, it's easier to make a shit animation because mm. you don't have to put as much effort in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's the bad side of them. But I think on the whole, I think people have good intentions. Yes, animated films. I agree. And I love it when you get little ones. 
or not little ones, but things like Monsters vs. Aliens. I which, haven't which seen. Which sort of had no right to be good. No. It didn't, like, it was DreamWorks, who, Shrek, whatever. Mm, opinions of Shrek, no. Yeah. no. I enjoy them, but they're certainly not Pixar. No. Um, and then Monsters vs. Aliens is fucking fantastic. Do you know another one which is like that? Um, Sony has started making their animated films. Cloud of the Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. I watched that thinking, this is going to be shit, and I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's it is absolutely really, stunning. really good. It's so good. It is good. It's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I had to train your dragon as well. Yeah, oh, such a good film. How to Train Your Dragon is a great film. Um, yeah, so there's loads of those. Like you know. Um, speaking of these films, brings me neatly on to a point. A couple of friends, when I was at university, had this point. They were really. You're gonna hate this, but I think you know what's coming. They were proper. Oh, cartoon. Oh, animated film. Oh, they're for kids. Right. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just annoys me so much as a point. I yeah. know that you're not a massive fan of The Incredibles as a film. No, that's like not. your least no. favourite Pixar film. It's second least favourite. Second least favourite Pixar film. Least favourite being Cars. Fair enough. Yeah, that's everyone's least favourite Pixar film. <laughs> yeah. Still better than most. Anyway, by the by. Yeah. Um, but it happens to be my favourite Pixar film. And one of the reasons is, is because it's it shows a husband and a wife in a normal relationship. Right. Like, it shows a grown-up husband and wife. They have arguments, like a husband and wife do, about yeah. their kids yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, and the people that say, oh, cartoons, animated films, they're just for kids. Well, I'm sorry, this is adults making a film about adults. Yes. Like, how is that in any way just for kids? I agree. Like, there's... there's that's a, uh, One of the animators on the, on the extras for the Incredibles DVD talks about the scene that everyone most wanted was the argument between Helen and Bob in their mm. house. And the animator that got it said it was it was the most difficult piece of animation he's ever done because it was so normal. Because it was, <laughs> because it was too because there had to be so much emotion because it wasn't fighting and jumping about and shooting no. and running it was about. Just too, it was, it was a piece talking. of drama, it wasn't it? It was a complete piece of drama. Yeah. And and yeah, why yeah, why can't that be great? Yeah. Essentially. But then to counterbalance that, you then have scenes like in Wally, when Wally has the dance with the with Eva with, I say Eva because that's how she says it, but Eva, <laughs> yeah, um, in space, yeah, and um, and just and he's he's with his little fire extinguisher and he's using that to, to propel himself, and it's an incredibly beautiful bit. And the one of the animators was in, was in, was interviewed for that, and you know it showed clips of it, and it lasts maybe like I think ninety seconds, I think, yeah. and he just goes, yeah, that was a year and a half of my life, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just uh, like yeah, fucking <laughs> stunning, stunning. <laughs> I think this episode should be called Picks Like a New Hires, Please. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. I do regularly look at their jobs to see if there's any editors going. Oh, really? It's like so much fun, yeah. Ah, cool. I don't think I'm there yet. One day. Yeah. One day I'll yeah. work in the office where you don't have to do anything, it appears. But, <laughs> yeah, somehow, but somehow magic comes out of their doors. They don't do anything, and yet they make the best films in the yes, world right now. Definitely. Well, there's a sycophantically accurate point. Yes, I feel to. Uh... So we started from Teenage Mutant Turtles and then spent the entire the rest of it just talking about how much we want we bum Pixar. That's fine by me. Yeah. Point podcast, mate. Do what you want. <laughs> you have to end it, man. Oh, sorry. I thought that was us ending it. Okay, fine. Uh, well, I guess that. <laughs> If this bit was left in the podcast, me and Matt had an argument whilst editing, and I won. <laughs> Go on. I guess. Um, I guess that's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, you have a good day. And you. And you. <laughs>